Back with another episode of Eat This, Drink That. This is our fourth installment of Tiki Drinks with Steve. We also got Ali and myself, Ryan, for this episode. And so, Steve, let's jump right into your Drink That for this week. So this, nice shirt, by the way, Ali. Um, This is the last episode of Tiki Culture. Um, I thought we would just go straight battering ram and do the zombie at the end. Um, This was actually created by Don the Beachcomber in his restaurant in Los Angeles in the 30s. It is the third oldest of the four cocktails. Um, We had one, Planter's Punch went back to 1880s, 1890s, um, 1915 for the Singapore Sling. This is in the 30s. Um, and then, of course, the Mai Tai is somewhere around there, too, because two restaurants were trying to uh, take credit for that. And it's the classic NorCal versus SoCal um, uh, battle of who's better, um, because Trader Vic's was in Oakland. Don, the Beachcomber's restaurant, I think, was in Hollywood on Hollywood Boulevard, somewhere yeah, around there. Bev Hills. Or- yeah. So anyway, <clears throat> I call it the battering ram oh, no, right, because right. this is all rum. We got Jamaican rum. We got dark rum or gold rum, actually. Mm. 151. And then we're going into a lot of cool <laughs> ingredients that, if you'll remember, Herb Saint from one of our older cocktail episodes, the Vucure. This yeah. is just an anise-flavored liqueur. So we're getting... We're layering flavors throughout this cocktail. Rum, 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 Herb Saint, Falernum. If you remember, we used a syrup. Uh, I think it was in the Mai Tai, only the Mai Tai. That was a almond syrup. This is almond syrup liqueur called Falernum. So this is made from a local distillery around here. So it's basically almond syrup. That has Caribbean flavors, so ginger, uh, cloves, and um, oh, yeah, Whoa. maybe that's it. Just ginger and cloves. Could be allspice. There might be What's some allspice in here too. Um, this also has a little bit of uh, alcohol. It's not almond syrup. This is twenty percent ABV. So let's okay. do the math. Jamaican rum. Well, white rum, gold rum. 151, Falernum, which is 20%, Herb Saint, which is 20%. This is packing a punch. Jeez. Um, Then I made the Don syrup. So Don the Beachcomber had his own recipe for uh, a syrup. All it is is cinnamon syrup. So you take cinnamon cloves and infuse your syrup while you're cooking it. I do all my syrups at one-to-one ratio, and I use nicer sugar. Um, So it's just whatever that ends up being, five ounces, blah, 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 one-to-one. Throw in sticks, and then you flavor it, and you get cinnamon syrup. Then this also has a little bit of grenadine. And you'll remember from the Planter's Punch episode, uh, I don't use Mm -hmm. grenadine. It's too much sugar. I use just pomegranate. So it's pomegranate juice. You can play around with the flavor. I'm wanting the pomegranate flavor to come through. I don't need more sugar. We got plenty of sugar in this drink. So 
Simple. Okay. We're going to do a Collins glass filled with ice, a shaker, because we're going to shake this. Um, so I have my shaker ice, nice little cube. It's not going to break off and over dilute the cocktail. And then all I'm using is nice cubed ice. Um, it's spring water. I didn't use tap water, um, but we're not, you know, it's not giant cubes. We're, we just want little cubes to go into our Collins glass. And I'm gonna fill it. Yeah. This is, we got a lot going on here. So I'm filling this with ice. dilution. Yeah. So, I mean, that's full. So much booze. Yeah. Um, okay, I haven't okay. even told you how much booze. I just told you the number of ingredients. I haven't told you how many ounces. So, let's go uh, Jamaican. I'm using a silver. This is Plantation Three Stars. I told you I used dark rums, but I was looking for Plantation's dark rum. And, Ryan, if you're online... Look up. There is a darker rum that Plantation does. So they do a three-star, three different islands. This is Jamaican Barbados. Yeah, Barbados and Trinidad. Then there's a five-star. Uh, probably throw in Guiana. Uh, probably th maybe Cuban. Um, then they do the dark. And then there's something above that, like ultra dark aged or... Uh, OFTD. That's it. It looks like it's called. What's the uh, have, what's it stand for? Plantation Dark Rum, and then they have OFTD. What's that stand for? It's an uh, acronym. Here. Yeah, let's uh, let me figure yeah. it out here. Old fashioned traditional dark. Okay. Yeah. Old fashioned. That stuff is really good, rum. and I never see it. Um, I couldn't even find the dark. So, basically, we're layering flavors of rum. So you got a kind of Puerto Rican gold, but I'm using. Jamaican, because I love Jamaican rums. There's even more flavor in those. So I'm I'm doubling up on Jamaica. Um, this also has the other two islands. It's a silver, unaged. I'm going into slightly aged, Smith and & Cross. And then mm. 151. Um, as This is 151 proof. That's why it's called that. That's so we're doing crazy. one and a half ounces of... The plantation silver. A lot of oh, these wow. rums are interchangeable. I really want to stress that rum is highly varied. It is not regulated. There is a lot of quality flavor or differences. Um, there's also just flavor differences between all of these islands and styles and how they're made and column or pot still aging. You can use bourbon barrels. They use cognac barrels. There is so much going on within those islands. Don't attach yourself to... I attach myself to producers. Plantation, Smith & Cross. I like Duncan Taylor's age stuff. Um, but don't attach... If it calls for Jamaican and you want to use the silver, use the silver. Um, play around with the ratios and the flavors. So, ounce and a half. Jamaican silver. Plantation three. Hey, I'm not done. Uh, ounce and a half, Smith and Cross. Oh God, here we go. He's already he's, he's technically at the rum limit. Uh, so, say the rum limit from the um, the Planters Punch. We're already at Planters. <laughs> We're already, We're already at, at Planters. Planters. We're at three ounces. So we got three ounces. 
Now we need 151. We need one ounce, 151. Okay. Okay, I thought this was going to be a topper, but uh, this is part of the oh, yeah. shake. Yeah, okay. this isn't a college bar topper with where they light it on fire. This is like... Triple rum. Yeah, triple rum. So, yeah. now, let's talk about Herb Saint, the anise-flavored liqueur. Technically, this is somewhere around an eighth of a teaspoon. You can do a couple things here. You can actually pull out an eighth of a teaspoon and try to even measure that little space by pouring in that. You're going to spill. Yeah, you're going to spill. So I'm not even messing with that. I like anise. Um, so I'm going to do a couple things. I got my spritzer. So I'm going to spritz my glass. Oh. I'm going to spritz. I haven't seen that thing. Oh, man, this guy. Wow. I'm going to spritz okay. the glass. And I'm going to oh, spritz okay. like four or five times in the glass. I don't know what that comes out to. I just know. Triple spritz. Yeah. You're spritzing the ice with that weird stuff, yeah. with that herb. I swear, he buys that herb thing for a spritz. He's probably had it for 40 years. No, no, this is a newer bottle. Um, <laughs> so we got the you herb thing. The other spritz. You really have to show you. Yeah. Now I need three quarter ounce of lime juice because we are adding a little bit of citrus, citric acid, basically. So that's going in. Okay. Now we're at our cinnamon syrup, half ounce. That's the simple syrup that you made with cinnamon sticks, basically just an infusion. You're getting a little more, you're layering more flavors. Now, here's our phalarum. Wow. The phalarum is almond liqueur with ginger and cloves and allspice. We're only doing a half an ounce. You can always go a little more um, if you like that almondy flavor. I am trying this producer. It's a local distillery here in Denver, maybe Colorado Springs, actually. I've never had this. I don't know the sugar level on this, so we're going to play around together and figure it out. Um, sugar to me is the enemy, um, because we don't want too much sugar. That's the Greer. The Greer hates the sugar. Yeah. We don't want to yeah. go overboard on sugar. I don't want to just taste sugar. sugar. Um, Angostura, we're back to Trinidad right. and Tobago bitters. I like to throw in a little more bitters in this drink, maybe five to six. Okay. I like all these extra flavors mm. that are happening. We got the anise. We got the uh, bitter flavors. We got a little bit of pomegranate. So we're skipping grenadine because of that extra sugar. Um, I think I've seen recipes for grenadine that's one pomegranate to like a double the amount of sugar. It's not shy on sugar. Um, mm. I'm not doing that. So I'm just going to, for a little color, little flavor, a little background, a couple squirts. So we got one and a half ounces silver, one and a half ounces of gold, one ounce, 151, uh, eighth of a teaspoon or like eight spritzes of herb saint, anise, three quarter ounces of lime, half an ounce of the simple syrup, half an ounce of the flarenum, uh, the almond liqueur, and then we're gonna shake. We also threw in a little bit of pomegranate, a little bit of Angostura. I'm gonna shake this a little bit longer while we're on here. I want this. I'm gonna enjoy this drink. That's a one and done. 
Let's be honest. So yeah. who's having two zombies? So here's that's a really yeah. great point. How many times have you seen zombies come out in punch bowls? There's no reason for that. No yeah, one is yeah, going yeah. to walk out <laughs> of the restaurant after a punch bowl of zombie. Um, yeah. Wow. Damn, yo. That's lethal. Look at that color in there. Yeah. So that's the pomegranate. It's the darker rum from the Smith and Cross. And again, we're going to use mint. Mint in these drinks just goes mint. really well together. Um, and that, my friends, is the zombie. Wow. I saw something interesting. Um, it, it said that Bacardi 151, which I think a lot of us first heard of 151, has been yes. discontinued. Really? Mm. It is no longer out there. Yeah, because they're saying probably because of lawsuits from all the people uh, lighting the top of the drinks on fire. Yeah. 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 Wow. Isn't that interesting? I didn't know it was discontinued. All right, that's, that's so, fun. Because when I looked at when I looked it up, there was about four different 151 brands on the market that you can get, and Bacardi was not in the list. So, yeah, yeah it's a goner. I'm pretty so, sure. So, again, and I feel like with this, for this whole series, I feel like I've learned that I've not learned a lot about I, – I just never experienced good rum. Are you – what do you taste? I mean, like, this is so powerful. One must think I'm drinking liquid fire. So You know what I mean? By volume and volume, right? That's really funny because – as I was sipping that, I was thinking, I like this ratio of the rums I chose because the rum, mm -hmm. obviously, if you're thinking about a four ounce cocktail, you know, whatever this is, uh, I think this is 10 ounces with ice. Um, almost half of that is rum. So you would think, yes, you're going to taste rum first. But what type of rum are you using? Are you using one that tastes more like confectioner sugar or are you using one that has more barrel aging and that acetone funk um, kind of high tone estery that tells you what kind of flavor you're going to get from the cocktail. Everything I used is high ester rums. I'm getting those flavors first. They really come through. Confectioner sugar isn't anywhere in this cocktail. Um, that's what you want or I okay. want to avoid in a rum is more confection, confectioner sugar, sugary. I don't want that. Okay. So that ester, that's like, you, you described that before as like banana. But it can correct? range. It's a wide range. So it's, it's ester, E-S-T-E-R. E um, it can range from banana all the way to acetone. I just choked on a little bit of fire from that drink. <laughs> oh, he's slurring. I, I'm, honestly, I'm like, hey, I have another question, Steve. You are range. I just got a nail polish to suntan lotion. <laughs> I um, I looked up food pairings for the uh, zombie, yeah. and mm -hmm. uh, the only ones that popped up initially was um, Hawaiian pineapple glazed chicken. Oh. They had a sweet, uh, you know, a sweet option to have with this uh, fiery drink. That's what I saw first on the uh, on the Joe, internet. So it's funny how a lot of people so. want to pair sweet with sweet. Um, this is 
even though it's it's high test, there's a lot of rum, you're getting some sweetness from the falernum, uh, from... Oh, okay. What else? Oh, the cinnamon syrup is giving you sweetness. So you're getting oh, sweetness gotcha. on the back end, just on the back. I want grease. I want fried foods with this. I want roasted meats, charred meats. Mm -hmm. And I keep going back to that idea mm -hmm. Ali had with the planters, the agua chile ceviche. Fiery, lighter fish yeah. and fiery would go really well with this. So the sweetness in yeah. this drink calls for spice, basically. Yeah. Well, it's funny because I picture these things. I mean, both the planters and now the zombie a lot of alcohol in there. Yeah. And I think of like using a lot of alcohol. It's, it's just, this is like, you know, you're just kind of giving it that, that, that it's just touching the lip. You're not taking a big gulp of this kind of thing. And I thought about Agua Chile because it's like, you just can't mow that down. That is not a post-workout meal. No. You know, you are literally eating something that is so spicy, you have to take it in small doses, which is what I think of the experience with this drink. I'm gonna hit you with some stuff, and it's because of the um, elements you had brought up. Uh, you, you said there was um, there's cinnamon simple syrup. Yep. Check. You also said um, something had cloves in it. What was that? That's what element the, of the drink uh, had almond, cloves in it? That's the almond liqueur called falernum. Um, so the most falernum. common okay. falernum on the market is velvet falernum, and that just more refers to the texture of the actual liqueur. So Flarenum, this has ginger, mm -hmm. cloves, probably allspice in it. Mm -hmm. And almonds. You know, it's interesting. I think this this has made my head. It's like I'm like a Rubik's Cube because I don't know what the experience of this drink is like. So I can't really kind of go back and go, oh, yeah, I've done this before or I know what this is like. I'm trying to just solve a puzzle, right, right of what I would go in here. I will tell you, out the gate, what I – feel like I'm going to experiment with. And again, I want to make whatever recipe it is, something like kind of almost hack-ish. So it's like simple and you can kind of see a clever, cool way of figuring it out. But um, uh, Jamaican jerk. And when I think about what, mm. I'm thinking about honestly like a, a, a really fatty pork chop, um, mm. like a rib chop with the fat cap and all that cinnamon, nutmeg, cloves, cumin just all those spices that essentially become the blackened layer yeah um that pumpkin pie spice if you will those are the flavors that go into a jerk you know that's just gonna go layered on that chop i would cook it on a cast iron yes. where the fat's rendering there's oil in the pan and you're just you know it's it's look the thing is this this is strong it's a strong drink and you know you're gonna have this fat jamaican jerk uh pork chop black beans and rice, you know, you're going to have something that's like, well, this is a, this is an entree to go with this, you know, it's a heavyweight drink, you know, like, mm -hmm. like having a martini, like having that volume of alcohol. And it's like you're at a steakhouse where you're all going to have a volume of food yeah, to yeah. consume. Right. So I'm thinking about, um, it's weird. Like it's, um, I, I can't not think about 
needing a meal, needing yeah, yeah. a meal, not just the flavor. I mean, part of its flavor, that's one for sure. I'm also thinking about, and this sounds insane because I, I thought about black beans and rice. It's like, you need something to stick the ribs. Yeah. You know what I mean? Right. I think if you could, and I have to say, I've only had it just a few times, but some take on a feijoada that maybe, so that's mm. like that black bean, yeah and rice Brazilian casserole that'll have chicken, ribs, sausage. I mean, it's a real like paella-esque, very, very hearty, hearty, rustic peasant food dish yep. with a lot of fat in there. Yep. You know, that rice and beans captures all those uh, meats. As that they would brown be really true. But to season those. The, season those meats with all those things that are in um, the liqueur and in the uh, cinnamon uh, simple syrup. Yeah. You know, kind of highlight those flavors. Or see a sausage. Like, you know, just you really can't, you know, it's not a salad. It's not a bib nope. salad kind of thing. You know what I mean? This has got at it's, least. There is no Cobb salad. This has got at least six ounces of alcohol between spirit and liqueur. Um. <laughs> You're not eating salad and standing up after the meal and having two of these. I love the idea of that black bean casserole. Fried plantains um, with the jerk chicken. Yeah. uh, Mashed sweet potatoes um, or a sweet potato casserole with that Uh, pork chop. I want that jerk pork chop. That sounds amazing with this drink. Yeah. That, it, that does strike me. I might even have a device hack for that too i have some experimenting to do excellent stuff i mean this could be my favorite series Mm. because it's just it feels like i really have never done rum right right and clearly you're trying to do something right because there's a corrupt ton of rum (laughs) the last two drinks (laughs) you probably dent a bottle you would dent a bottle. Yeah. If you're making these for like three people, four oh, people, you will dent a bottle. It would be gone. The bottle would be gone. <laughs> bottle Slayer. <laughs> I love this drink. It's a bottle slayer. Yeah, I don't know if it's uh, I don't know if it's a marketing thing or whatever, but I just think that most of us only know that one or two brands yeah. of rum. Agreed. Uh and you know, with almost any other liquor we know what the crappy ones are but we know that there's we always know the nice one we're always yep. like oh whatever belvedere kettle one as opposed to pop off we always the average person knows the difference but with rum i just think everyone knows that one brand basically no, yeah uh, there hasn't that, been a push for that bespoke you know like there hasn't there hasn't been a marketing push to be like oh yeah that's good rum i didn't know what any of these labels were yeah no clue yeah. Except for yeah. the 151, can you show that again? Because that I honestly, if I think Ryan and I are both thinking of the same. I'm pretty label. sure this you is know, a, a very low end 151. No one's making a lot of 151. Oh, really? This is called Cane Run. Hmm. Um, not rum, not cane rum. Cane Run. Are you in? Um, I I'm not even going to look up. That implies a lot. Yeah. It's not cane run. Just run. It's cane run. Yeah. Run for the hills. Um, I'm seeing three different brands here that are uh, that came up, and uh, one of them definitely looks familiar. Lemon Heart. Oh yeah. Rum. Yeah. You would probably recognize the label. It's um, yeah. 
That um, and that's the thirty-five dollar one. So that'd be probably the nicer one yeah. to grab at the store. That's the one I was looking. The for. other ones are twenty bucks. Yeah, um, that's a really good point yeah. you make about rum. The industry, beverage, wine rep, you know, uh, distributors, liquor producers have all been counting and waiting on rum blowing up like bourbon and scotch for twenty years. It never has. Uh, and I think that's mainly hmm. to do with tangible knowledge by the consumer. It's easy for the consumer to know, oh, mm-hmm. bourbon, it's corn from Kentucky. Uh, I know Maker's Mark, Four Roses, uh, Evan, uh, Evan, or um, Old Forester. And with scotch, you can, or mm-hmm. at least whiskey from the UK. Oh, I know Dewars. I know... Um, Jameson, I know Glenn Morangy. You can name a average consumer could yeah. name a lot of those. Every consumer will know one brand of rum, Bacardi. That's it. That's it. I mean, they might yeah. know Appleton. Not to mention, I mean that uh, that campaign that they had with the um, the hip hop guys twenty years ago. Yeah. Not to mention, it rhymes with party. Oh. But like, you know, so it's in every song, this one brand, yeah, you know, that's true. That's true. Yeah. But then, yeah, but uh, yeah, so it's just, it was in pop culture mm-hmm. so much yeah. that it just, that one brand dominated the, uh, the uh, conversation. And really, what most people this drink, is, most people I love drink uh, rum in college and they order a rum and Coke or a Cube Libre if they rum learn the name. And that is it. And they drink too much of it. And they yeah. never drink rum again. Yeah. yeah. Is that what's in a mojito? Is a mojito rum? Yep. yep. And then uh, we're going to be doing a yeah. whole okay. tropical uh, series coming up, which also focuses on rum. Mm. But uh, we'll have the Caparinha, which uses uh, rum from Brazil called Cachaça. Uh, we'll have the... Daiquiri. Mm-hmm. We'll have. I can't remember the other ones I chose. I've forgotten. But we're gonna focus on rum some more. But like, even for example, even just bringing up the mojito. Like, I've never had a waiter say like, "Hey, I'll take a mojito." They're like, "What rum do you want with your mojito?" Because yep. they do that with vodka yep. drinks. They do that with whiskey drinks. Yeah. There's a brand to tequila, whatever you know. I want to. I want a tequila on the rocks. What kind of tequila do you yeah. want? Like, there's yeah. always but a rum. They never really ask the question. That's why I, I even had to say, "Oh, isn't a mojito rum?" Because they don't say, "What rum do you yeah. want with that?" Yeah, 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 yeah. I'll yeah. add mojito so. to that uh, trio of tropical drinks. We'll do that too. All right. Nice. Yeah. Who doesn't oh, love man. Awesome talking about to drink that? Yeah. Yeah, who wants to make one? Make, dude, it's so much work. It's like, you know, it's funny. It's like, I'm making mojitos and it's like this. Cool. I want another. Yeah. And you're like, we'll, we'll it's figure so out much. Some we spend so much time. For yeah, we'll figure out some shortcuts. Yeah, so well, you're hosting. Um, yeah, I have a zombie in between. Yeah. <laughs> the Rob Zombie. Yeah. Thanks, Rob Zombie. Yeah. What a resident Rob. zombie. Steve showed us an incredible drink just now with a million pieces of rum yep. in it. <laughs> Battling man. Look at that thing. Oh, oh yeah. Good cool. night. Good night well, to Steve. I'm only having six. Another episode of 
eat this, drink that. You're turning into a zombie the more time passes. You can see it. Brain. Give me brain. So thank you again, Steve, for this wonderful series of Tiki drinks. I hope you guys are going to enjoy it as watchers as well. And uh, let's, uh, let's make a cocktail. See you guys soon. See you guys.